When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. Yeah, welcome in to another fun hour of this. Uh, Making news this afternoon, the mayor of Anaheim has resigned. This has to do with, a, well, the story seemed to pile up about what's going on in the Anaheim government. It's beginning to make the city of L.A. government look uh, God, they, they really corrupt in uh, Anaheim. Whoa. Holy mackerel. Of <laughs> course, the big story there is the purchase of uh, Angel Stadium by uh, the Angels team. But the mayor, apparently, uh, eh, may have been providing a little inside information on the sale of the stadium from Anaheim to the Angels. And that's... Uh, one of the reasons he's resigning. He's, he was telling the Angels the details of his own negotiating team's position. Sure. And then he wanted a million dollars back from the Angels as payment. 
His attorney says this is all false. <laughs> we'll have our day in court. <laughs> yeah, you'll have a lot but of meanwhile, days in court. a lot of people, including the entire city council, thinks <laughs> he should resign for now. And it's going to be it's going to be about two months in court, and then maybe about five years in prison. Something people long wondered because Anaheim. Well, I actually thought that Anaheim was the city of Anaheim was pretty much run by Disney. But uh, there's the stadium, too. Uh, those are the big businesses there. Uh, we're going to go now to Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI. Today, May 23rd, was the day we heard the Biden administration was going to end a Title 42, which is the uh, border policy of a public health order that allows uh, Border Patrol to turn away many migrants. And uh, that didn't happen because of a federal judge. Uh, he's uh, got an in-depth uh, report on all that's been going on at the border and the Title 42 issues. He's going to come on and talk to us about it. Alex, tell us what's going on. Hey there, guys. Yeah, so uh, we spent the the last week on uh, both sides, San Diego, Tijuana, uh, Yuma. We've been in uh, Ajo, Arizona, out in the desert, middle of nowhere, uh, with different uh, teams out there as well. And, I mean, interesting stuff. On Friday when the the ruling came down, immediately the, the mayor of Yuma was saying, this is the right ruling, but he's a Republican, so he agreed with it. But it came down too late in that it needed to come two weeks ago that the movement was already coming from Central and South America with the belief that it was going to expire today. And that that's going to be a problem, that we're going to be seeing increased numbers showing up at the border. Not necessarily a surge yet, um, but increased numbers. And, and he was saying this. Title 42 does need to go away. We just need to be prepared for it. And I asked nine months ago D- from DHS, hey, what are we doing? What's the plan? Because we all know it's going away. He says that plan is not there. The, the DHS gave him a plan about three weeks ago that was inadequate, that um, did not answer what needs to be done. So now we're in this period of no telling how long Title 42 is going to remain. The judge in Louisiana saying that it will be until the trial is done involving a lawsuit from Arizona and 23 other states that have joined in on that, or the Biden administration does something extraordinary to rework how immigration, how it all goes. Well, likely they're never going to reach that bar no matter what. So it would seem that it's going to be around for a while. But in the meantime, right after the order came down from the judge, this was a scene in Yuma on Friday night. I was standing on a levee that uh, just watching nonstop a, a train of families crossing the border there's one area one little slab of border fence where the bureau of reclamation is suing the border patrol over access to the colorado river and there is not fence for about a 100 foot section and that is where they are arriving and the the agents who were there said it's 24 hours a day that the numbers in that area are only based on how many agents are working not how many people are coming over because it is a non-stop flow um no chases nobody hiding they are arriving walking in holding babies and and children most of them and immediately getting in a single file line like a bus stop for border patrol vans to pull up load up and then they go off and claim asylum at the border patrol building in in yuma and this is going on hour after hour after hour and i asked them this where are you from I am from Honduras. Mainly Peru and Honduras, and they said they walked a, a long way to get there. Uh, many paid coyotes uh, large sums of money to, to get them to the border. And, and There are loopholes in Title 42, and they likely know those or have been coached on those, and we'll try to do that. But many of them 
with the the court ruling are going to be sent back to uh, at least under Title 42 would be uh, back either into Mexico or the ones who Mexico won't take um, will be flown to their their home country. And in the San Diego sector, even though they say they don't know about a surge, it has been very busy as we're out riding with the Border Patrol. So in this area, it's been pretty busy in a sense that we're, you know, the proximity to the border isn't too far and um we also have a route of egress as we were out her teams uh, they were tracking a, a number of different groups uh, that were coming across into san diego and then one other interesting uh, point here while uh, out with the border patrol the chief of the san diego sector guys you think that that he would say it keep title 42 in place that we need it that we don't want to surge he says it's time to go that they are constantly uh, getting intelligence from mexico they know the the migrant movement They've been working with FEMA, that they've got the camp set up, that his agents cannot remain at this readiness level and this staffing. And every time that, that migrants believe that Title 42 is going to go away, they surge and then it goes down, surge and goes down. He said, we got to do this. We, want, we, we have to get things settled eventually. I guess it's probably the easiest way to say it um, and, and to get on with it as, <clears throat> the, uh, as, it, as the date changes. We see movement in Mexico, we see movement in other parts of the world um, in preparation for, and that constant shift um, will continue to, to bring additional folks. So he's saying rip off that Band-Aid, we're ready. Um, again, a lot of people don't believe that they are. And then one final point, the, uh, the head of migrant affairs in Tijuana, I was meeting with him last week, he had an interesting view on this whole thing. He said, because you know, most people aren't originally coming from Tijuana. That's the gathering point where they have to deal with everybody before they cross legally or illegally into the, the U.S. So they've got to have shelters and food and everything ready to go there. He said, look, we didn't like President Trump's uh, immigration policies, that they were anti-migrant. But he said, at least we knew where he stood, that the door was closed. He said with Biden, he goes, we don't like these either because it is fluid changing every day the courts are overturning them misunderstanding then they've got a deal in tijuana with the crowds showing up there waiting to get in believing they can get in so the head of migrant affairs said we actually like president trump better uh, his policies in that sense because we knew that nobody was getting in and we didn't have surges here in tijuana versus now nobody knows what's going on day to day now if they uh lift title 42 all these people you're talking about for looking for asylum they would be released into the country probably most of them yeah depending on so first they have to have a hearing a credible fear um interview not a hearing but an interview with uh, the the border patrol where if the agents believe it's a bunch of bull then uh, goodbye and and you're not going to go down the the road of or with a judge it's with somebody but the the credible fear interview of not going down the asylum process so there are some that they know right off the bat this is this is fake we're not going down this road others who then the current situation and this is where the judge is saying this has got to change is that if you then move forward then you you begin the asylum process and you get what they call parole but it's really bail um, and then you are released out there and many have sponsors and they go elsewhere in the US the the issue being the the uh, the mayor of of Yuma he said one of the demands that we have to move forward with dropping title 42 would be that they don't be released into border communities like yuma san diego el paso that he said we can't handle them so we want them to go to he listed off las vegas denver yeah. los angeles seattle 
I don't think it's coincidence that that a Republican mayor is listing off liberal cities that, that have become sanctuary cities. But he's saying ship them off to there. Unlikely the Biden administration is going to say everybody will get shipped to these liberal cities, but that's one of the things they want to do. I heard a report that's uh, and they talked to some of the uh, migrants on the other side to back up uh, the premise is that some of these people, they've been waiting a long time and they're just going to say, screw it. I'll just I'll just run across. Illegal. You know, and that's what the Border Patrol chief uh, said. And the longer the pressure is on the southern side, the more illegal crossings they get, because. You go to the, the port of entry, they tell you, no, we're you, Title 42, we're not going to hear you. You go illegally into the U.S., and you're going to meet a Border Patrol agent, and you can say asylum and try to begin that process. So that's what they're doing. Back during the Clinton administration, they really fortified the port of entry areas, believing that if we do that, nobody will be crazy enough to go through the desert. And, of course, hundreds of thousands are getting through anyway without... Yeah, but look what they've done. They go, through, they go through the desert. That policy yeah. didn't work out all that well. That You go around uh, Ote Mesa and then that area, and it's fortified up the yin-yang. But you go out in the middle of nowhere, and there's not a lot out there. And that's why they're coming through 120-degree heat uh, through the desert for many miles. And you, that, 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 at the beginning of the report, you were at a location where there's just a 100-foot section of fence It is a missing. hole that the Border Patrol just sits at. Um, well, I put it up on Twitter. You can see How pictures. hard is it to build a hundred feet of fence? Oh, no, it's not. It's not that. It's that it's caught up in the courts of federal agencies suing federal agency over access to the Colorado River. And so they've had to leave it open at this point. By the way, I was down uh, south of Ajo, uh, which is a little town in Arizona, and we were out uh, working on this story, and we were driving along the border fence. One of the doors on the fence was wide open. You could, you could just walk back and forth. Nobody was closing it, yeah. uh, and it was just it, it swung. Yeah, it was right. it's trillions of dollars of tax money. And we that don't have area, one that guy area, to lock the door. Yeah, that area was the new border fence that has been built, and uh, the the door was wide open. All right, Alex, thank you very much. You got it. Thanks, guys. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, covering the border and of course Title Forty Two. By the way, uh, Political Harvard released a survey. Fifty-five percent of Americans oppose ending the use of this public health order, Title 42. I don't know that a lot of people even understand what it is. It's probably even explained to them when the pollster calls. Uh, 45% think it should end. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, this afternoon, the uh, mayor of uh, Anaheim resigned. His name is Harry Sidhu. Uh, we had mentioned this story last week. There was a federal investigation into his corruption in the sale of Angel Stadium. Uh, the Angels purchased the stadium from the city of Anaheim. And the allegation is that on at least two occasions, the mayor provided a uh, little inside information to the Angels. In exchange, she was looking for, uh, how about a million dollars for my campaigns? That's, that's what uh, the... That's, that's uh, crooked behavior. They, that's yeah. uh, just basic corruption. He's got a lawyer whose name, I swear, I think he's been involved defending a lot of politicians, Paul S. Mayer. Mayor Sidhu has always, as his foremost priority, acted in the best interests of the city of Anaheim. <laughs> Boy, is that boilerplate, isn't it? Foremost in order to priority. allow the great city to move forward without distraction, Harry Sidhu has yes. resigned. Distraction, sure. Actually, you know, he's got to, uh, I think he's got to hide his money, put it in an account. So uh, if they give him a big fat fine or he's got to pay some kind of damages, right. he's, he's got to put his assets somewhere else. 
But this uh, is a criminal investigation. Last city council meeting, and his seat would have been declared vacant if he missed tomorrow's meeting anyway. He's also allegedly got uh, himself trying to mess with the grand jury investigation to all this. This is another allegation. Yeah. The, uh, so, he, uh, look, the, 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 these are the kinds of people that get attracted to serving in politics. Criminals. You know, it's like we used to marvel at just how many people become uh, sex molesters among teachers and, uh, and and priests. Well, of course they do, because that's where you can get access to children. And, uh, of course, you, you have these financial crooks who run for office. That's how you get access to tax money. Look at all the criminals that have gotten connected to uh, high-speed rail. You have an unending flow of money, and, it, and it's not hard behind the scenes to manipulate and uh, get your share. Get your kickback, your cut. It looks like a lot of this came from uh, an FBI investigation where they started listening in. The Times ran a story the other day that a year and a half ago, two power brokers in Anaheim discussed a big question along the phone. Who should they invite to a secretive gathering of Anaheim business leaders, consultants, and politicians? It would be a retreat at a local hotel, and one of them described their small group as a cabal. Attendance would be limited to people they could trust quote, family members only. Hmm. But apparently the FBI was listening to this uh, phone conversation. Right. Todd Ament was head of the Anaheim City, uh, Anaheim Chamber of Commerce, and they were talking about, with an unnamed political cons consultant, which city council members they should bring into the group hmm. so that they can be part of which, the secret cabal. Which criminals can we trust? Yeah, I don't know. Well, what's funny is these guys never, and I, and, I don't, and I don't know what the truth is, they never think they're going to get caught or someone's wearing a wire or there's a wire tap going on. And it, so it makes me wonder, how much do they get away with? Because often they all seem to be confident. And there's so many of these of these criminals, right? We got We got three city council people, got a deputy mayor. We got, uh, we, we, you know, we got this crowd in Anaheim, and they they seem very free and easy about doing this stuff, and it it seems to be frequent. So how much is everybody getting away with? Because nobody seems afraid that they're going to get caught. They know it could happen, and they try to take precautions, but they still keep plunging on. I guess I guess because the reward is so great. Yeah, you know, politicians come from this vein. We even heard Joe Biden complain, but he got elected to the Senate. That's all the money they pay me. They really see themselves at the seat of power. And sometimes they are. they got lobbyists lining up, right? Hookers. So they always believe that they should be paid more than they're paid by the taxpayers. So they're yeah. looking for another route, another yeah. avenue. And that's why a lot of them go down this road. Yeah, I know. because I'm owed this because I'm the power maker. <laughs> I make the deals. I make things happen for I like, businesses. I like, I like people who volunteer to work in a certain industry and then bitch that the pay is not good enough. Yeah, and then they'll tell you, I gave my life to public service. <laughs> we know why you gave your life to public service. And it turns out Biden's another one of those. He and his son shaking I, down China and Ukraine and who knows who, where else. Which is why I don't get too worked up when, you know, media outfits complain about the Trumps and the Carusos. Oh, all these billionaires trying to buy their way in office to further their own. Sometimes it's not. They're wealthy enough to not care about being mayor or president, but... Maybe they've decided it's so ugly, they, they want to try to do something to fix things. Uh, whereas you have to be a little careful when you have, I mean, there are some types that really 
I'm sure John would say few, <laughs> that do want to do good, even though they're not paid much and they're not worth much. Okay. But uh, then well. there's another crowd that knows, yeah, this is a chance at least to be pampered. Remember Tony Villar liked going to the basketball games and all the celebrity oh, functions, yeah. the award Be- shows. Being on stage with Rihanna. Yeah, I don't know that he. I don't think he really took bribes. I don't know, but maybe not. But, <laughs> well, but maybe that was what he got out of it. He enjoyed the sort of celebrity aspects of it. Yeah, he he was an ego bag. I think I don't know because now he's a lobbyist, which is the other side of the slimy business. Yeah, still got to make you a know, living. The, the lobbyists uh, write the checks for the dirty politicians. So who knows? Yeah. All right. So the and mayor some guys are just lucky they don't get caught. Yeah. They have paused the sale of the stadium for sixty days. Uh, well, they can search through this whole thing involving the mayor. and Now, the Angels are not accused of any wrongdoing. I don't even know that they paid him the million dollars. It's not clear from what I'm reading. I haven't seen them implicated in, in the scam. Right. So I, maybe it didn't go far enough where just not enough time passed where somebody would have to write the million-dollar check. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, well, usually it's videos of police officers beating people, but this time it's firefighters. Steve Gregory will be along after 4 o'clock. Some L.A. firefighters uh, in Silver Lake pummeled a homeless man who they say was trying to break into the fire station. We'll get all the details from Steve. Yeah, this is a good trend. Yeah. Okay. We had what? We had that uh, Huntington Beach, uh, the jewelry store employees beat the crap out of... And uh, beat so, off the uh, smash and grab robbers, right? And then somebody shot a bad guy in Walnut? Killed him. Killed him, yeah. Home invasion or home, home that, that, yeah. that, that, that'll There's your home invasion. And now we've got the firefighters. Good, I hope they follow the news and decide they're going to pull back these thieves because we don't have anybody in prosecution that's going to affect it. That's right. You know what? Just, just uh, kick them in the head. That'll, that'll take care of things. Kick them in the head. Um, Let them have, have, a, have a headache for the rest of their lives. We have a primary vote coming up on June 7th. we got a voter guide on the webpage. Uh, we do recommend that L.A. County stick with uh, Sheriff Alex Villanueva. we got a couple of Alex Villanueva stories we thought you would be interested in. The first is guess where he went on Saturday, John? And I found this out from listeners. Uh, he went to the Bologna Wetlands. Oh, did he? He did. Oh. Yes. <laughs> RVs parked in Playa del Rey continue to frustrate residents even after the city lifted the towing ban. <laughs> Sheriff Villanueva said, I've been saying this for the last two years. People think this is about campaign season. No. Tired of inaction from the city of L.A., residents around Bologna Creek were forced to call the sheriff for help. And that's where he was on Saturday, checking out for his own personal self what's going on with the RVs that have been parked there. Friday, one of them caught fire and burned to the ground. The fire was dangerously close to other RVs and to the creek itself. Some believe it was like a meth lab that blew up. Don't have an exact cause, but that's the belief. (laughs) Well, you know, some locals. That's a really good guess, isn't it? You know what? You know what I'd love? Because I I think he's going to win easily in in the election uh, in uh, June. Is, Is that it is pissing off all these silly, foolish, weak progressives, including everybody at the L.A. Times, it seems. I mean, they are running article after article after article trying to trash him. They've got all these ridiculous scandals that they're trying to 
pump helium into and nothing's flying. Nothing's it's nothing flying, anybody right. cares about. It's nothing People anybody tuned in for that. Nobody. Right. It, all I know is I have seen with my own eyes how he cleaned up the number one homeless encampment that affected my life. And that was the one about a mile from my house on San Vicente Boulevard near the VA. And he cleaned it up. And I saw the number two one was the one on Venice Boardwalk. And he cleaned it up. And then the number three one would be the one at the Bologna Wetlands. So I'm seeing the only guy out of 10 million people in the county who's actually done something to end this disgusting scourge. I don't want to hear that. Uh, I don't know some of his some of his deputies were all wear the same tattoo and they might be a gang. I don't care. I don't care what they do. I don't care if they drink too much, smoke too much. Uh, well, I, I don't like I, it though when we have to pay hundreds of millions of dollars and dollars in settlements because they uh, pummeled somebody in jail that they shouldn't have, or they got really carried away with one of their uh, actions. Yeah, financially, that's not a good thing. But in terms of who do I want a sheriff, I want the guy who's cleaning up uh, the, the homeless encampments and, and, and arresting people for crimes. Well, I want the guy that's calling out the DA, George Gascon, yeah. for not prosecuting the people he arrests. Now, he's doing it, and almost everybody else in public life now is not doing it. In fact, they're rooting for the criminals. They're enabling and engaging with the criminals. I don't want those people anymore. I'm tired of hearing about them. I don't care what they think, what their belief system is, ba 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 ba. I want them gone. I want them never in government again. I want more Villanuevas. I want a whole city council of Villanuevas. I want a legislature of Villanuevas. I want a governor and a mayor, all of it, of, of the Villanueva philosophy. The, uh, I, I, and I really don't care about all the, all the issues the L.A. Times uh, craps out of its rear end. I don't care. The uh, website Politico, which exhaustively covers inside politics from a progressive liberal left slant, has a story on the, the sheriff. Los Angeles Democrats finally elected their first sheriff. Four years later, they have buyer's remorse. And it starts out by talking about how he rode a wave of progressive energy, become the first Democrat and Spanish speaker to win the seat in more than a century. A campaign promise to reform a troubled department has given way to four years of scandals, attacks on journalists, and conservative rhetoric around crime. Conservative but rhetoric. You could see what the slant common is. Common sense rhetoric is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And they, ha you know, they have these buzzwords now. And one of the buzzwords is Tucker Carlson. Because Vienna Wave is on Tucker Carlson frequently. And the story says it's endeared him to far-right media figures like Tucker Carlson. See, that's a code word for, oh, this guy's a Nazi. <laughs> he has to be, he has to be uh, replaced. He has to be removed. But I tell you, you know, uh, Latinos in uh, L.A. love him. His approval rating is 55 to 24. Yeah, BSP Research, a Los Angeles-based polling firm, found that 55% of Latino voters have a favorable perception of Villanueva compared to just 24% who view him unfavorably. The research estimates 1.2 million Latinos will cast votes in the city of L.A. alone during the general election, equal to the record turnout for the 2018 presidential election. Well, wait a minute. There wasn't a 2018 presidential election. It must be a misprint. 2016? Is that what they mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what they they actually put 2018. There was not a 2018 presidential election. <laughs> Whoever wrote this, I just read it. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute, that's not right. Uh, uh, roughly 40% of L.A. County residents of voting age are Latino. 
And they might vote for I mean, he's got like eight opponents, doesn't he? I think there's Yeah, like, which means that splits the vote eight ways. Nobody knows any of those guys. None of them have very so much money. So he might get 50% plus one vote and win he, outright. Yeah, he could. He could. And, and, because the Times ran a, a tearful story today. Well, they have the issues, but they don't have the name recognition. No. How are they going to topple this sheriff? They don't have the issues. People want an end to crime and homelessness. That's that's, that, that's the issues of, of progressives. Most people, in fact, 90% of people are not progressives. It's not their issues. It's the issues in that insular, incestuous world of L.A. Times writers, editors, and columnists. That's your issue. Now, out in the real world, I don't know a single person, not a single person, who isn't fed up with the crime and the homelessness. I, I Honestly. Well, they try to paint him as like Trump. That's how they... That's how the Times basically uh, yeah, it's not flying. presents no. Villanueva, and they can't believe he could win an L.A. County election Guess what? again. You can't smear everybody. You can't. You, you, you're, all they do is they smear well, people. Well, it shows you they have no influence. That's the key takeaway here. <laughs> Nobody cares what all their dopey columnists hey, turn you, out and their excited headlines about another L.A. sheriff do, scandal. Do you think all the blue-collar middle class— People look around, see crime rising. They see this guy on the news because he's trying to clean up the homeless in Venice and your west side, and he's talking about a DA that does not prosecute people. That, that resonates with people. These scandals are all full of minutiae. You're right about that. Uh, Andrew Acosta is a Democratic political consultant. And he says, just because he says outlandish things and columnists in the L.A. Times write about him, I don't know if that makes him a dead man walking. Because he doesn't think residents are closely following media coverage of the department's scandals. For, for example, one of the scandals is he got pissed off at some L.A. Times journalists over, uh, over a leak. And it's like, uh, good, be pissed off at L.A. Times journalists. I am, too. If Villanueva starts yelling at the L.A. Times during a press conference, I'm right there with him. I'm yelling uh, at my TV set. He gets to yell at him in person. Great. He's my guy. Keep yelling at the L.A. Times journalists. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic when he took on those dopey writers. Yeah, honestly. Because that's another scourge. The the, the entire L.A. Times uh, unit is a scourge. And they tried to make him look anti-Latino. Oh, right. right. Yeah, Villanueva is anti-Latino. Right. Sure. Sell that one. The one thing he did, and we don't complain about it now, is that he said he was going to do is get immigration out of the jails. He just does not but, believe in that aspect. Yeah, of that's why I was suspicious of him at first. But you know what? Right, because he ran on that, and that's he what he had to that. do to win. But he's not in four years as sheriff. It's more about law and order, criminal justice. Right. It's more about uh, the homeless problem. Yeah, I see bodies in the streets. And I see criminals He's smashing. the opposite of Gascon. When he ran, we thought, oh, no, we're getting one of these left-wing wackos. Mm-hmm. And instead, he turned out to be to make sense and common sense. And then with Gascon, it was the other way around. Another well, thing, not us, but people thought he was, oh, he's going to be a moderate. Another thing, that they said one of the criticisms, I think it came from one of his uh, no-name opponents, is that he doesn't get along with the L.A. County supervisors. Good. That's great. I don't want him getting along with the L.A. County supervisors. Those five women are insane. Nobody should get along with them. If I was the sheriff, I wouldn't get along with them either. They're crazy. They're nuts. They're a bunch of woke heads. Of All course, right, he's got, not going to get along with them. We got more coming up. John and Ken show KFI. It's a shocking video out of Silver Lake. It shows some firefighters punching and kicking a person <laughs> at L.A. City Fire Station number six. Uh, they say he was trying to break into the station, supposedly a vagrant, transient. 
this this fire station surrounded by homeless encampments. We will talk to Steve Gregory, who always gets the good word from police and fire in L.A. He'll Hold on. I'm enjoying watching the firemen beat the crap out of this guy. Oh, oh that's great. Look at that. <laughs> oh, that'll teach you, you stupid bastard. There Very may good. be discipline. Oh, well. You might feel... Yeah, see? <laughs> Thanks for the special effects. We have a we have a live KFI microphone at the scene. Boy, is is this a coincidence that there's three stories in a day here? Oh, of people fighting back or, or, or did we hit that tipping point? Now it's all out war. Could be. I mean, we could be reaching pure chaos in society if we continue down this road yeah. that this lot wants to take us with uh, no jails, no penalties, no consequences. In fact, we'll probably get to this later. The El Segundo Times has done another one of those stories about just let the druggies lie everywhere they want. Let them shoot up. <laughs> yeah, good idea. We'll just stand by to make sure they don't die. Thank you. <laughs> stupid. Um, they are so stupid at that newspaper. Yes. Let them do what they want and we'll just watch them. Something happened. Trump ran for president and they went way off the deep end. Now they've taken it even further. Well, I, we talked about this a few weeks ago that the, the, the guy that bought the paper put his woke daughter in charge. And I think she's really been pushing all of these angles. That <laughs> yeah, you're saying. well, somebody's got to call daddy up. Uh, if you remember back on this show when the governor was good old Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Global Warming Solutions Act. Remember that? That was 2006. I yes. Think? Wow. 16 years later. Anyway, <laughs> it became known that Schwarzenegger was flying around in a private plane. It took a lot of heat for that. In fact, even was on the show taking heat for that. Uh, his response often was, yeah, I have the carbon offset. You see, I, I sponsor a forest in Oregon or somewhere. <laughs> okay, okay. This is the thing, that he was paying money to maintain a group of trees that were already there. So how is it you blow out all this greenhouse gas out of the back of your private plane, but you pay for the, what, the watering of the forest? Or the, the trimming of the trees, and the trees are supposed to st suck in your carbon dioxide? It was stupid. 16 years later, the New York Times, one of their environment, years later. a climate reporter <laughs> by the name of Maggie Astor has reported that carbon offsets often don't come close to meeting their promised benefits. <laughs> That's a shocker. It took them 16 years? We yeah. knew in 16 seconds it was a scam. God, I should have invested in a carbon offset company. You know how rich we'd be? Oh, it's, man. It's an appealing position, a proposition, she wrote. The promise that for a trivial amount of money, you can go about your business with no climate guilt. But if it sounds too good to be true, that's because for at least for now, it is too good to be true. Well, that's what's funny. It, it was all about the guilt. It wasn't about that it actually improves the atmosphere in any way because it didn't. Now, it was obviously a failure. Now they're saying, well, it was a failure. But it was just about relieving guilt. Again, notice the religious component here. It's like lighting a candle and saying a prayer, going into a it's confessional the virtue box. Signaling, yeah, right. It's virtue signaling. Yes, I purchased some carbon offsets. So I'm fine. Many projects do not come even close to the 100% of benefits that they promise. Yeah. Uh, she said that there was a myriad of reasons for this. They overstated their reductions. They're well, unlikely to achieve their reduction claims. Or they couldn't be accurately measured, which is another good one. You know what? And, and, and the, the key to this always is when you'd ask people, well, how does it work? They never could explain it. 
It's like, how does it work that you could lower the atmospheric temperature by buying the rights to a forest in Oregon or the rights to 20 trees or 80 trees or whatever the hell this scam was? It was a scam. People were creating companies selling rights to trees. Well, here's a funny example. California's carbon offset program had 150,000 acres of forest set aside. Uh, well, they're all gone. They were destroyed by wildfires. <laughs> oh, well. Do you get your money back? She also says, yeah. if you pay someone to preserve a grove, but they were never actually planning to cut it down, you're not offsetting your Exactly. That's what I was always saying. That's the first thing I thought of. These trees already exist. So what that you own? And they're going to continue to exist. They're going to exist I mean, for 2,000 years. Do you remember? That we, we, we mocked it. I sold the rights to the trees in my backyard of my old house. Right. And we got, we got uh, people, people sent. What did they send in? Did they send in money? What did we do here? No, it was not money. I don't remember. Why, we gave them T-shirts, why, I remember. Why wasn't your... it money? Well, I should have yeah. charged. They were my trees. And I remember I put up. I yeah, still, you put up signs on the trees, right? I, yeah, index cards with the listener's Sponsored name. By, right. We took pictures and we put the pictures online. I still have the pictures. Oh, do you really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and it's like, there you go. And by the way, we had a very cool winter. Temperatures immediately dropped because I had like 10 trees in my backyard and the listeners owned the, the, uh, the, the carbon dioxide rights. Oh, my God. God. She still thinks this could work. They just need to be yeah. designed and administered differently than they yeah. are now. You know what? And consumers will probably have to pay even more than they pay. This uh, cryptocurrency reminds me of that. You ask people, they can't explain it. Yeah. <laughs> makes no sense. They change the subject. Same thing with this carbon offsets. Nobody could explain it. They changed the subject. All right, coming up next. Well, will there be uh, problems for some firefighters who uh, apparently uh, pummeled? A homeless man they say was trying to break into a fire station. We'll talk to Steve Gregory next. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with every cbd product claiming to do something different it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you lazarus naturals pioneered the farm to front door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.